0: In a Senate committee this afternoon, a measure dealing with digital currencies and banking is going to come up, and it's uh, a bill that's halfway through the process right now. House Bill 3968 is going to be the topic of discussion here on these airwaves now. It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Let's talk about digital currencies Uh, I love talking about digital currencies, been following this for uh, years, almost seems like more than a decade now. Uh, The digital currency known as Bitcoin has been out and about, and it's only increased in value by unbelievable amounts uh, and a lot of interest in it. Uh, But are all the safeguards there? Uh, To keep consumers safe, Uh, what about people who want to be able to work with their bank in order to help manage these things? Uh, We're joined now here on the WMAY Morning News feed by Ben Jackson. He's with the Illinois Bankers Association. Ben, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you doing?
1: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: So uh, tell us House Bill 3968. People don't need necessarily a uh, dissertation on what digital currency is. Uh, We can get to that at a later date. Uh, But what does this bill ultimately do for those who do know what digital currencies are?
1: Sure. This legislation, in a nutshell, it allows companies, including banks, to um, handle digital assets. Assets, And that could be cryptocurrency, that could be non-fungible tokens, any kind of digital asset that an individual uh, investor or bank customer has in their possession. It would allow them to get a special purpose, the bank that is, a special purpose charter um, under the state's trust laws to handle those digital assets and provide, through some rulemaking in the future, uh, some regulatory structure around uh, handling those assets.
0: So essentially, if I wanted to go out and purchase some digital currency, this legislation would allow me to, if my bank uh, takes up on this, uh, to store my digital currency with the bank. That's
1: right. That's right. As you know, in a lot of cases now, uh, folks um, acquire these digital assets and they may hold them on a you know flash drive, disconnected. From their computer or some other secure portal online. Maybe, Which is called cold cloud-based.
0: storage. Uh, if people aren't familiar with that, it's called cold storage if you take it offline. But but yeah, uh, they could lose right. that thumb drive. They could lose that hard drive. It could be burned up in a fire somewhere.
1: Right, right. And there, there are things beyond just holding the assets that a bank can do or another company can do once they get into this space. Certainly, banks already have kind of the infrastructure in terms of security. Uh, Banks are really attacked by hackers every day, thousands and thousands of times a minute when you look at the banking landscape across the country. When compared to a lot of other industries, they have regulatory requirements already in place to make sure that their customers' funds and assets are protected. And they also follow very strict anti-money laundering laws and worked very closely with federal law enforcement to identify digital thefts that already occur with traditional uh, monies. So this seems to me to just really be an extension of those, uh, you know, that security network and that infrastructure that the banking industry already has.
0: We're talking with Ben Jackson with the Illinois Bankers Association here on the WMAY Morning News feed at 8.15. And House Bill 3968 passed the House already. No opposition to it. uh, And uh, it would ultimately uh, allow for banks, traditional banks that, you know, you you keep uh, a secure safety deposit box. You got some valuables in there. Uh, You've got a checking account, a savings account, maybe uh, a different savings account. Uh, This would allow for banks to now have the option for uh, a possible digital asset account uh, uh, Ben a, this is this is something that you know of course people may not be familiar with when talking about digital currencies um, in the banking world uh, is this is this fresh is it new or is this something you guys have been keeping an eye on for years
1: well we've been watching it for years however as far as banks direct involvement in the space it's it's definitely evolving and I would say closer to it's then uh, really maturity here there's there's banks getting into this space now in various ways there's um, some banks that offer uh, you know custodial services but also like payment processing and security measures for some of the exchanges now that uh, where bitcoin and other other digital currencies are, are traded so i would say you know in some sectors of the banking industry there's a little bit of hesitation about the newness of this, that type of thing, but certainly there's other segments of our industry that are very eager to embrace this. And over the last five, six months, we've had really great discussions with both the bill sponsor, Representative Croke, as well as state regulators to make sure we get this right going forward. And it's really been a great partnership. I think there's a lot of um, joint um desire to move this forward and make this something that's a great economic engine, potentially, for the state of Illinois.
0: We're talking with Ben Jackson. He is with the Illinois Bankers here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, talking about digital currencies, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin. Uh, all, there's hundreds of uh, other alt coins out there other than just Bitcoin, uh, and I would encourage anybody uh, to do your research before investing, and I am not a financial advisor, uh, but I, uh, I I do enjoy looking at this space quite a bit uh, when it comes to digital currencies. So House Bill 3968, it's up in a Senate committee. After already passing the House, I would imagine uh, we'll see this advance further, uh, but what would this do for uh, the economy in Illinois? Uh, would, it, uh, would it somehow... Uh, have the states you know putting a flag down saying hey uh digital asset managers digital asset companies uh those startups that are using ethereum or using the blockchain uh, would it, would it make it uh, would it make the state more attractive to those operations
1: well we have a very vibrant network of state chartered banks in this state we we in fact have more banks in illinois headquartered here than Uh, almost any other state. It's usually us or Texas (laughs) that's number one in terms of bank charters. So this would provide some real economic opportunity for homegrown banks in Illinois to grow their portfolios and also provide more services to their customers. At the same time, Illinois has been a leader the last few years on uh, financial technology. That started a few years ago when the state got involved with looking at uh, blockchain and different applications for that, whether that be uh, for private industry or for government purposes, like recording real estate documents. So that created a lot of excitement, especially in the Chicago area, but also downstate Champaign and other areas um, to look at uh, a support structure for financial services companies and financial technology companies, which we call FinTechs for short. So we do think, and, the bill sponsor and the governor's office certainly seems to feel this way, too, that this does create a lot of economic opportunity for the state to encourage this kind of activity here. This would make us, you know, if this bill gets passed in the next couple of weeks and we think it will, um, it, we'd be the, likely the second or maybe third state to create this kind of state-level charter or digital holding digital assets for banks and other companies so and we'd certainly be the largest state to offer this type of charter so we do think that that gives us an edge over uh, competing states
0: we're talking with Ben Jackson. He is with the Illinois Bankers uh, about digital currencies and a bill that's advancing through the State House. Um, we'll, of course, follow that and uh, get some more updates uh, and also just have a general conversation about uh, digital currencies here on the air with the WMAY morning newsfeed. I don't have a segue for this, Ben. Um, So I'm just going to try one uh, from digital currencies to face coverings. Uh, What's the what's the status uh, on uh, face coverings for banks? Now, I remember uh, back in April of last year. Uh before the statewide mask mandate was put into place and there were still some questions about uh, face coverings I I instantly thought about my gosh well, what about going into a bank wearing a mask that just seems bizarre um and I'd ask the association you know what the policy is and what the recommendations are for members and really at that time it was listen lobbies are closed uh, cuz we didn't know what was going on with COVID-19 uh, but ultimately it was hey each each bank's going to have its own policy that was before the statewide mandate Now we've had the statewide mandate in place, CDC relaxing things, the state relaxing things. What's the latest for banks and lobbies when it comes to uh, uh, mask guidance?
1: Well, that was a little bit of a hard segue, but I'll go with it. And uh, (laughs) I will say that you are absolutely right at the very beginning of this. um, Bank's with the history there and in terms of, you know, hey, bank robberies, that kind of thing going back to the 30s, 20s and even before, it was a bit jarring to shift to this concept of wearing masks in banks. Um, so we did encourage the governor's office at, at that time to, hey, if you're going to move forward with a mask mandate, we want to make sure that uh, if a customer's coming into the lobby, we can verify their identity, they can temporarily pull down a mask. we can do that if necessary. And, you know, generally from there, banks have just safety top of mind. They've they've tried to comply with all of the various uh, state mandates, local mandates, in terms of mask wearing. Uh, But a lot of that is varied by region, you know. In a southern Illinois community, for example, where you have a bank that may have just a handful of employees in a small town, Uh, they've kind of goes into to go their own way. Maybe there's uh, not really as much compliance there in some cases, but certainly in larger communities, there's uh, been broad compliance with, uh, with the mask mandate. And they've generally treated, our, our banks have treated uh, um, their lobbies and, and uh, any customer-facing facilities in the same way retail stores would. So generally, employees are wearing masks, they're using hand sanitizer, especially when handling currency, of course, and encouraging customers coming in the door to do the same.
0: Ben Jackson, the Illinois Bankers, uh, greatly appreciate you taking the time to not just talk about uh, digital currency, but also to talk about masks uh, here on the WMAY Morning News feed. Uh, We'll connect again soon, all right?
1: Sure thing. Thanks for having me.